Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Okay, so like I said, we're going to be doing something a little bit different today. Um, we have something called 447. If you are a member of the Gap Church, you know what that is, where we have four people here share the word for seven minutes. And so we're going to be doing this live today, and we have them here. And so I'm going to be calling them, and you're going to be celebrating them for me. That good? Do we have a deal? All right, so I want to be sure I'm calling them in the right order. All right, so the first person I'm going to call is Lotana. Come and celebrate him till he comes up. Thank you. All right, and then the second person I'm going to call... (laughs) It's my special HOD, HOD is health. Timberland, yeah! Hey, 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 hey! All right. And then the third person I'm going to call is Justin. All right. And the last person, but not the least, mercy, mercy, mercy. Mercy for mercy. All right. So they're going to be, um, do they have their mics? And so they're going to be coming up, like I said, and they're going to be sharing uh, a word for seven minutes. And their theme is, in 2022, I emerge from dash into dash. Remember, I emerge. All right. So they're going to be speaking on, in 2022, I emerge from dash into dash. And you guys have seen me, and it's time for me to leave. Thank you, guys. All right. Hey, morning, Gap. Good morning, good morning. All right, so my name is Lotana. I serve with the ushering department. Thank you, thank you. And in 2022, God delivered me from um, stagnancy into fruitful progression. Amen, amen. So when, coming up with a, when trying to come up with a topic for, um, I guess, my sermon, I try to look back on 2022 and see what common themes I could pick out. And one thing that really stood out was thankfulness. And so I did have a lot to be thankful to God for in 2022, but one in particular was deliverance from uh, the sin of pornography that caused stagnancy in my spiritual walk into spiritual progression. And so for most of my 20s, uh, pornography was something that I struggled with heavily, uh, just being transparent. And it actually got to a point where I truly believed that was just going to be a part of who I was all the days of my life. And, uh, yeah, I just, it was just something I could not overcome. Um, but, however, I know, like, there's a couple of verses, first one being John 8, 36. If we could get it played on the screen. Is it on there? Okay. Yeah, okay, so John eight thirty six. it says... For if the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And there's a second one, 1 John 4, 4, where, um, is it on there? Okay, sweet. So in 1 John 4, 4, it says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. But because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So essentially the Spirit of God that lives in us is far greater 
than the spirit of the enemy that wages war in and outside of us as well. So those are two truths that at the time I struggled to believe, but over the course of 2022, God kind of showed that um, his word is sufficient and as believers we are able to overcome. So for me, the turning point came end of 2021, uh, early 2022, when someone that I was close to at the time had actually confronted me about my um, essentially indifference to sin. Essentially, they had called me out on it, and I really thank God for that friend. I thank God for that moment because God really used them to wake me up. So after that, I made a vow with God. I got deep in my prayer closet, and I vowed for 2022 that I was going to be more intentional about believing uh, believing God for what he said, that we as believers have the power to overcome any sin, any struggle. And so throughout the course of the year, one thing that really stood out to me, uh, I mean, one thing that really helped too was, I think it was about June, shout out to Lola De Dara, they gave a sermon on the Holy Spirit. And truly, that was probably one of the most impactful sermons of uh, really just my whole time in the gap. Because uh, one thing I remember Lola De had said was how the Holy Spirit is a powerhouse of the Godhead. And being able to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit and not my own willpower, my own strength to overcome the struggle was so pivotal and eye-opening for me. And so as I learned to rely on the Holy Spirit, as I learned to believe the word of God and trust his promises for those of us who believe, um, I start, like the shackles of the sin like literally just kind of felt like it started to fall off. And honestly, I can now say today, by the grace of God, like the Egyptian of pornography that used to torment me, it's no longer something that I struggle with anymore. So I praise God. But that is only one part of the testimony. So it's kind of funny about uh, late last year, August, September, September, October time frame. Um, right as I was starting to walk in a level of freedom I hadn't experienced before, there were actually some friends and family members that God had brought into my life that also shared, that also shared similar struggles that they were going through. And it's kind of funny because if I hadn't gone through everything that I had gone through in 2022, I would not have been in the position I was to be able to essentially effectively minister to them, like give them hope, encourage them, pray for them, and let them know that the God who did it for me, he can definitely do it for them too. And so for me, it was kind of just crazy to see how even in what was a spiritually dry kind of desert season, God was still able to turn something around like that for, for my good and ultimately his glory. Um, because, yeah, I mean, just so, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, praise to God for that. And so one thing kind of just really taught me was that, like, truly in our brokenness, like, whatever we may be going through, whether it's an addiction, whether it's a struggle, whether it's, like, we're we feel like we've been waiting and hoping and been, been expecting to God for something. Like, he will provide his timing is sufficient, and he does have a reason for why he does what he does, when he does what he does. And so there's one more passage I do want to leave, leave you guys with. It's taken from Esther 4, verse 14. And so I just want to give you guys a background for Esther, if you don't know who Esther is. So she was a young Jewish girl um, living in captivity in Persia. And so at the time, the king of Persia essentially was looking for a wife. And so Esther had been blessed with beauty, um, yeah, with extraordinary beauty. And so as a result of that, she was actually selected to be the wife and queen of Persia for the king. Now, at this time, the king's right hand man, he had 
Apparently, he had a vendetta against the Jews. He wanted to wipe them all out completely. He wanted to destroy them, and he wanted to, yeah, essentially kill them all off. Of course, Esther being a Jew, she knew that would include her as well. But God had placed her in that position of influence so that she could be, so essentially she could talk the king against what Haman, his right-hand man, was trying to do. But Esther was kind of having some doubts, kind of being on the fence a bit about it. And so this verse is from her cousin Mordecai, trying to encourage her otherwise. So what Mordecai says is, For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? So it's important for us to realize that whether it's whatever gifts, whatever talents, whatever, even our struggles, like our life experiences, God intentionally lets each of those happen to us because as believers, we're all going to go through a such a time as this moment where we are called to uniquely fill a gap, essentially be gap fillers um, in whatever place, in whatever sphere, in whatever, uh, yeah, calling that he's places to. And if we would be open, if we would come to him broken and contrite in those seasons of preparation for that time, like he will do great things in and through us. So that's what I have. Thank you very much. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Happy New Year. Um, I want to take this opportunity to say a very big thank you to the entire leadership team at the Gap Church. Thank you for this privilege. I don't take it for granted. Um, I pray that as we do this this morning, I pray that the entrance of God's word will bring light to your heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, this morning, um, I have the privilege to share um, what my 2022 looked like. And if I was going to um, put in plain terms what 2022 was, I would say test of faith. Because at every point in my life, um, God was pointing out one or, th one or two things. And so in 2022, I emerged from mediocrity into maturity. So God took me out from a little girl who knew nothing to a little girl who knows everything by the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen. And I was able to do these things, of course, by the Holy Spirit, but there were two, two very major parts of my life that God was trying to train me and teach me. And the first one had to be trust in God. Um, I'd been there before, so I was like, okay, God, this is kind of cliche, but like, how do we go about it? So, Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on, on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Now, in the beginning of 2022, here at the Gap Church, we started off with trenches. I didn't know I needed that sermon until mid of 2022. It was ghetto. The trench was trenching. Amen? But the Lord is faithful. Um, through every, every season of my life, um, I want to say that February was the hardest month I ever had in my life. But I learned to show up even in the midst of not understanding what was, happen what was happening at the time. So for me, trusting God was something that God was like, you have to trust me. And so I had to learn trusting God by the least things I did. So 
like, I know how, I know this can sound very crazy, but like, Holy Spirit, what do I wear to church? I do it every morning now. What do I wear to church? And it's like, you have clothes, just go to your closet. And God is like, yeah, I wear this and wear that, you know. So from there, and then I started becoming so obedient to every leading that he led me because God led me in at every point in my life because I had a lot of like roadblocks. I had a lot of detours and I was, God was faithful enough to lead me. Um, in the TPT of Proverbs 3 verse 6, it says, become intimate with him in whatever you do and he will lead you wherever you go. And that was exactly what God did for me. In 2022, God led me every single way that I went, but I had to grow time in intimacy. So I had to sit with God. I had to read my Bible. I had to worship. I had to come to church, show up for every prayer meeting, whether I liked it or not. Head of department, I had to show up. Amen? I learned that. The Lord was faithful enough to help me um, through that. And there was also one very important Psalm 23 verse 4. I feel like I've read the book of Psalm 23 my entire life. And I did not understand the depth of that book until last year. And the part that stood out to me was the verse 3 and verse 4. It says, Yea, though, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I walked through the valley of the shadow of death in 2022. It wasn't physical death, it was spiritual death. Because the Lord was re-enrolling me in the school of the spirit. And the process was hectic. I promise you, it's not fun. I always say to my friends that anytime I look at my life and people say, oh my God, I admire what God is doing in your life. I'm just like, um, I also hope you are praying for what God is doing in my life because uh, I've gone through every process possible. It's ghetto, you know. But with God, all things are possible. Amen? And the TPT of that version also says that even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will, not, will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. That's for somebody here. I didn't read it in TPT when, I, when, when God gave me that. But when I was preparing for this, the Holy Spirit allowed me to go back and he says, your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. And so in every part of 2023, where you will be walking, because this year you have to be really, 2023 is the discerning year. You have to be discerning. If you're going to make it, you have to be discerning. And so for you to be discerning, you need the authority of God to go through all that he needs you to go through. Amen. And the second part, um, which I will try to make this really quick, um, is waiting on God. Um, I had heard that a couple of times, you know, waiting on God looks like this, looks like that. So I entered with the mentality that it was going to be very fancy. It wasn't fancy. Amen. Um, but Isaiah 40 verse 31, it says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Walking, waiting on God for me was the beginning of my training process because it meant I had to sit out every event. I had to sit out every, um, let's hang out. I'm sorry, I can't hang out because um, I have work to do. My bad, you know. Waiting on God for me was God teaching me what he meant to rest because I thought resting meant sit down and do nothing. No, I learned to labor in the rest of God which is the best thing you can ever do for yourself if God is going to enroll you in this army 
um, which we are already in. Amen? Isaiah 54, um, 2 to 4 says that, Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the cuttings of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. That was me. The Lord was telling me to enlarge the tent of my heart because I had belittled him. I had so put him in a small place. I was like, God, just manage this one I give you. And God was like, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. Amen? You don't get to dictate to me what, what, what you want to do. So waiting on God for me was the beginning. Um, and Matthew 11:28 28 to 30 gave me a bit of a perspective. It says, come to me, all you who labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lonely in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Um, I promise you the yoke of God is easy and his burden is very light if you give it to him. Amen. Also, I learned the importance of prayer while in the waiting room. Um, some prayers are, God, please, I need help. Um, I learned that all those sha da 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 as good as it was, um, it doesn't help sometimes. Sometimes just sit down still with God and allow him to do what he wants to do. Amen. James 5.16 gave me that perspective. It says that the... Um, the prayer of a righteous man make it power available, like he avails much. And so tremendous power is made available when you pray heartfelt prayers. Amen. Um, and also the Holy Spirit would, would let me share five things I learned in this process of training. Um, number one was that I learned that God cannot mismanage my life. No matter how terrible the season was, God can never mismanage my life. Number two was that God wants all the things I want for myself more than he wants it more for me than I want for myself. Um, and so it was just a matter of time. Um, the character is what sustains the anointing on your life. Anointing without character is trash. Excuse my French. Amen? Number four, do not despise little beginnings. God was doing little things in my life I thought was little. To other people, it was grand. But to me, I thought it was little. Amen? Amen. Number five, God loves things in seed form because it allows the majestic nature of God to shine through your life. And so when you're doing these things in secret, people think that, oh, wow, I wish I can do what she's doing. And God is like, no, I start small with people. And so God started small with me. And so all that you have seen in the previous days that God has done with me is just the beginning because much more is ahead of us. Amen. Amen. Um, and I just prayed that the Holy Spirit would breed upon you guys and give you light in the year 2023. Amen. All right. I just want to lead us in a short prayer real quick. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day that you have given us, Father Lord. Thank you, God, for bringing us into this year, 2023 just bringing us through the hard year of 2022 and the, tr the many troubles through this year. I just ask that you will speak through us, Father Lord, as we just give our testimonies and just be able to speak your word, Father Lord. We thank you, God, for everything that you do. We thank you, God, for just being so good. Give you everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So for me, when it came to putting this together, I was really trying to figure out what 2022 was looking like for me because so much has happened in 2022 for me. And I know that I started off with a, with a prayer with God. Um, just going back to it, I remember just telling God before, before the year started, I was in Nigeria whenever I made this prayer. But um, let me go to it real quick. Going to it real quick. I just I was asking God to break me down. 
I was telling him that I wanted to make a new make a new effort in this in this year, like change change something in my faith and really start start me from the beginning, start something up and really try to make things happen. So one of the one of the many things that I was really trying to struggle with as I started this as I started this sermon, I just wanted to bring it to you guys. But from from that prayer and throughout the whole year, I just was able to come down to this. So for me, I emerged from lack of faith to complete faith. So <laughs> a lot of that was really hard. There was a lot of things that had to change in my life, and there's a lot of things that God had to strip away from me. And so in that time, there were some characteristics that I started to see in the year. Like so many, so many of the troubles that I went through in the year came from me not being able to just trust, trust God for a lot of things. So I made that prayer at the beginning of the year, trying to trust him and trust the things that he had for me. And I knew that a lot of things had to be stripped away. And so I just wanted to write down some characteristics that came, came from that. And I seen over the year and he had to remove in order for me to really trust in him. Throughout, throughout everything. So one of the things that he wanted to remove was pridefulness. So as I start off, I just wanted to open up the Bible here. Um, first, I mean, no, 2 Timothy, uh, Timothy 1.7 says, So 2 Timothy 1.7 says, for God had given us the spirit of fear. I mean, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and the spirit of the mind. So um, one of the things that I was really struggling with was pride, was being able to really just trust in God and just know that know that in this in this time I really needed to, as I'm trusting him, I can't I can't go a day without being consistent with them. So I needed to really be consistent with them and just trusting him through it. It goes in a lot of days I was just talking to him and really just trying to tell him, it's like, God, I don't know what this day holds. I don't know what, what this thing go, what this thing is going to come with, but I just trust that you have it, you have it at the end of the day for me. Um, I said that a lot whenever I was in college and I was able to graduate college at the end. Um, but a lot of days trying to, I was really struggling to, to trust that he had that for me and just being able to just continue pushing, like God has given me so many different verses to be able to work with. And one of those verses was first Peter one seven. And that's, uh, can you pull that on the screen real quick? So it says, it says, so when your faith remains strong, through the many trials, it brings you so much praise and glory and honor to the day of Jesus Christ when it's revealed to the whole world. So for me, like I had a lot of struggles I went through. Um, college was college was a really hard time for me and just being able to trust God through through the processes, um, going through the many struggles of so, so many things that caused me to really just pull back and really just come in and just try to try to just try to continue trying to uh, go through, you know. And it really reminded me to really just hold on and consistently try to talk to God and consistently go through and really show them and just continue continuing this time. So in this, as I, one of the turning points for me was just realizing the initial prayer that I made and coming, making sure that comes to pass and just realizing that I can't do this without God, I can't do this 
and continue walking in life doing this. But one of those, one of the many things that came from that, as he removed pride, fear, and inconsistency out of my life, he brought patience into my life. He brought humility into my life. I just needed to know that I can't do this without God. And I had to realize that in these times, in these times when it is hard, even in the times when it is good, that I still need to consult God and I still need to be able to talk to him and and continue to talk, to, continue to be consistent with him. Because I know that in every single plan, in every single plan that I had, though there were a lot of them were destroyed, he was helping me to be able to put put and align my mind, my, my plans with his will. So, so I was just one of the verses that came up was just trusting and came from Proverbs 3, 5, which says, trust in the Lord with, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding, but be able to seek his will through all things that you do and that he'll make your path straight. So it really just, it really just came in and I just tried to trust God through the whole thing and just know, just know that I'm able to depend on his strength and even while I'm weak, that he is strong. So I just wanted to be able to leave you guys with this, that this last verse, but in Psalm 28, seven, can you put that on the screen real quick? Okay. Oh, it's not up, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. But, all right, so Psalm 28, seven says, the Lord is my strength and is my shield. In my heart, I trusted him and I am helped. Therefore, through, I'm able to greatly rejoice and he will show me a way to show show my praise through the songs that I sing to him. So I just pray that you guys are able to trust God through this year, no matter how hard it looks, and just know that even in the times when it's hard, even in the times when it's difficult, that you're able to give him praise. Amen. Amen. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello. Um, it is such a... Hi, it is such a privilege to be here. Um, I just want to say thank you to the leadership team of the Gap Church. Um, I don't take this opportunity for granted. And before we go, and I would just like to share um, a short prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, as I'm about to speak, oh God, Father, that I lower myself and raise you up in the name of Jesus. I ask that you use me as a vessel unto honor in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Um, and like I said, my name is Mercy. Um, I serve in the hospitality department. And the admin team for the Gap Church. And so for 2022, um, when I started to think about what I emerged from, there were a lot of things that came out. But the bottom line was like, I emerged from a life of disobedience to obedience. Um, I know we talked a little bit about, we prayed this morning about obedience. And we prayed again about obedience. And I was like, okay, I guess this is the year of obedience. Um, and so um, I want to open First John 2, 3 to 6. Um, I'm going to be reading from the Good News Translation. I know it's the King James up there, but if you can just follow through. Um, it says, if we obey God's command, then we are sure that we know him. If we say that we know him but do not obey his commands, we are liars and there's no truth in us. Verse 5. But if we obey his word, we are the ones whose love for God has really been made perfect. This is how we can be sure that we're in union with God. If we say that we remain in union with God, we should live just as Jesus Christ did. 
So this text is basically saying if we say we are Christians, if we say we are believing, we are believers, then we should live a life of obedience. And so what is obedience? Like what would you define obedience as? Obedience is an active, practical acceptance of the will and authority of God. So obedience is basically saying you're accepting God's will for your life. You're agreeing to be with God. You're in agreement with God, which is what obedience is. And you know, um, verse Amos 3, 3, says, can two walk together unless they agree. So you're saying that, you're in agreement to God's will by being obedient. So my own emerging story is um, in 2021, actually, um, in RCF, we did something called Obedience New Level. And that's when God told me I was living a life of disobedience. But what I did was I tried to solve it myself like I always do. I tried to fix it myself. Any habit that comes up, I'm like, okay, I can do this. And then in 2022, around before July, and the Lord was like, you're still struggling with this. Like, we're still here. And... God was like, all these people were telling me, like, you can't do this on your own. You have to do this with me. And I had to realize that I couldn't do it on my own. And I was like, okay, what does that process look like? And so what God started to do was to find out the underlying cause of my disobedience. And so there are two things that Holy Spirit revealed to me. The first thing um, is pride. I believed in myself so much, like way too much. Um, I really thought that I could do everything myself, break bad habits myself. Even some of the visions and instructions God gave me, I thought I knew better than God. So it's like, do plan A. I'm like, well, plan B sounds a lot better. And so that was what I was doing in my head. Even though I didn't realize it as much, I was basically having pride in myself. And then the second thing I did was take the grace of God for granted. Um, so when it would tell me to do something, um, I would reschedule it. I would be like, there's always tomorrow, but we know that tomorrow is not guaranteed. So I was taking the grace of God for granted by just rescheduling anything it tells me to do. And so when I realized all of this, I was like, okay, God, what do I need to do? And we know God is a God of process. So it took me through the process and we always say, if you don't know what to do, do what Jesus did, right? And so I was like, okay, so what did Jesus do? And if we open John 6, 38, um, John 6, 38 says, um, For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. And so the first thing I had to do was change my mindset. I'm not here for myself. I'm here for God. I'm here to do the will of God. So whatever gift he has given me, whatever vision, whatever plan he has given me is not for myself. It's for his will. And so that was the first thing I had to unlearn. Like, I'm not here for myself. I'm here for God. And then the second thing I learned to do was pray and express myself better in prayer. And so with prayer, I would always do the quick short minutes or speaking tongues. And then God was like, use your words. And so I had to learn to use my word and express myself in prayer. And that means I had to be in my word to know the right words to use. And so I also learned that I could express my emotions. So when I was tired, I'm like, God, I can't do this. I don't want to do it at all. I just want to be in my comfort zone. I learned to express those emotions to God. And leaving that place of prayer, I came out with strength. And you know, the word of God says in your, um, in your weakness, strength is made perfect. I truly experienced that in 2022. And then another one is becoming friends with the Holy Spirit. Um, Timmy mentioned a little bit about waking up in the morning and asking the Holy Spirit, what should I wear? I started to do the little things because obedience is big in that sense. And I was like, okay, I have to start small. So like I would wake up and be like, okay, Holy Spirit, what am I doing today? Or Holy Spirit, what am I going to wear? Holy Spirit, how do I make this meal? Like every little thing, I was just involving the Holy Spirit and learning to listen to him and trust him more. And so that's how I was able to build a lifestyle of obedience. I'm still growing. It's not perfect. But I'm just able to like, so when he tells me to do other things, it's not 
it's natural to me because I've learned to listen to little things. So when it says do X, Y, and Z, I do it. And then trust that when it tells me to jump, it's going to catch me. Or even if I fall, I'm not going to get hurt. Um, and so that's what I started to do. And I'll share a quick testimony. Um, in October, right, um, my work authorization expired like on the 16th. And like five days before, four days before, I saw a new job that I really wanted. My work authorization expires in four days. And God was like, apply. I was like, that doesn't sound like a good plan. What if I get it and I don't have my papers and stuff like that? But then I'm learning obedience, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to apply. So I did my best and applied. And then fast forward, I'm like, on Thursday, December 1st, I got like the opportunity, like the last stage of the interview, but my papers were not here. And I was like, God, I have the last stage of the interview. What is going to happen? And then the next day, which is December 2nd, I get an email from USCIS that I got my work authorization approved. Something that took, thank you, Jesus, but something that takes a long time to get, you get shorter. And that was just a step of faith for me. Like, I've never, like, I hear people say they take a step of faith. I've said it myself. But, like, that was when I truly obeyed God and took a step of faith. So this is um, my takeaway point for you guys. Um, 1 John 5.3. 1 John 5.3 says, For the true love of God is this, that we habitually keep his commandments and remain focused on his precepts. And his commandments and precepts are not difficult to obey. And so this just made me understand that obedience is our outward expression of love of God. If we say we love God, obedience is our outward expression of that. It's the practical way that we say we love God. And you come to realize that his commandments are not that hard. Like, we think they are big, but, like, really, it's just the little small steps that we take. And so I just want to close this out with a quick prayer that for anyone, oh, God, that is struggling with obedience, as we're even going into 2023 where we are, we're supposed to be obedient to God, that God will give us the strength to trust in him, that in any area that we are lacking, oh, God, if we need to know the reasons why we are being disobedient, if we need to know what steps to take, that God will go through us with the process in the name of Jesus. We pray for the presence of the Holy Spirit to be with us, to guide us, to direct us, us and would always listen to the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen, 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 amen. Can we just give them a round of applause? Our 447 for the year 2023. Amen. Um, you guys just stand up really quickly. Want to pray for you guys. Let's just pray for them and just pray that the Lord will just Every time they've emerged from and come into it, they will stay there and they will keep on growing from one level to the other in the name of Jesus. That Lord, help them to constantly emerge from one season to the other. Take them higher as they grow with you and they become more like you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you, O oh God, for every word that have planted in our hearts, O oh God. Let it yield fruit in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. As they go back to their seats, please give them a round of applause. Thank you so much. The Gap Church honors you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So please just all heads bow, all eyes closed. Um, each person that came here, they spoke about very similar things. And it was how the Holy Spirit was able to help them and lead them to um, in whatever they needed to emerge out of. If you haven't given your life to Jesus before, just please just signify by raising up your hands. For you to do this work in the year 2023, for if you want to be able to walk with God and hear his instructions, you need his help. So just lift up your hand if you haven't given your life to God. I want to say, you know what, God, I want to start this year right with you. I want to welcome you into my heart. Just lift up your hands. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.